Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all selling off rising geopolitical tension, rattling financial markets around the world. U.S. stocks had their biggest loss since May, stoking demand for haven assets. Gold up $12 the ounce to 12.88, up nine tenths of one percent. The tenure up 13.30 seconds, the yield there 2.20 percent. S&P down 35 to 24.38, a drop of one and a half percent. The Dow down 204 points, down nine tenths of one percent. Nasdaq down 135 points, a drop there of 2.1 percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you, Charlie Pellet. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. What's in store? Well, we want to know what's in store with Tom McGee. Tom McGee, President and Chief Executive Officer of International Council of Shopping Centers, here with us in our Bloomberg 1130 studio in New York. Tom, we have a lot to talk about, but let's perhaps start with some of the earnings we've seen out today. It is not looking too great for retailers right now, Macy's, Kohl's, some numbers that beat expectations, but still the market not reacting favorably to those. Yeah, I, I, obviously their earnings releases uh, beat expectations, um, but the market reacted negatively today. I think that, you know, it speaks to, uh, you know, I think the overall changes that are happening in the retail environment and the market and the public in general is trying to digest some of the major changes that are happening around demographics, uh, technology, et cetera. Uh, as a whole, I'm very, very um, optimistic about the retail segment, uh, but obviously – uh, it is a challenging retail environment, and you know there will always be winners and losers. And each of the re- major retailers are looking at their portfolio and making decisions around size and footprint, et cetera. So, give me a winner. Well, I think there's obviously some low price. Uh, you know, TJ Maxx is doing exceptionally well. Uh, for example, uh, I think what you're seeing is in- that a, is that about price? Everyone looking for sales, and that seems to be a consistent. A theme that we hear from retailers. Yeah, I, I actually think that concept of, of low price and price consciousness is very prevalent uh, in the retail environment today for a lot of different reasons. One, we're obviously in a, you know, in a fairly low inflation, almost deflationary environment. Two, consumers are exceptionally well informed today. Uh, the ability to go on your smartphone and price compare uh, for anything at any point in time uh, and be competitive is is ease uh, for all consumers, and I think you have a millennial generation that's grown up in a you know in a fairly difficult uh, economic environment that's per- pretty price conscious, and so I think there's that element as you as you think of somebody like a TJ Maxx, they also offer a little bit of the you know I think the uh, the surprise element going hunting and f- hoping to find a bargain uh, so to speak, and so I think that adds a little bit of an experiential element also. But price consciousness is clearly a, a theme throughout retail right now, and I don't think we should be surprised about that given the you know the uh, inflationary environment that we live in today. Now let's talk about the spaces, the, the real estate spaces themselves, because oh. obviously this is a big area of concentration for you. Uh, we have Macy's announcing that they're shutting down stores in the past. Uh, Cole saying they're looking for downsized stores. 
we're left with these big gaps in shopping centers. Uh, what can be taking their places that can keep and retain customers coming to these shopping centers? Or is there any sense that uh, it's a lost cause and we're going to have to scrap that model? No, not at all. I, I, you know, I think that uh, clearly there are is a lot of attention, and rightfully so, given when major uh, brands announce store closures, et cetera. But, you know, re- retail and retail real estate has always been dynamic. Uh, and I think in some cases that represents real opportunities to look at new and different offerings that match the needs of local communities. For example, and to, you know, speaking of demographic changes, millennials on one hand, AG baby boomers on another, they tend to eat out a lot more. They, uh, they, they want services, entertainment. If you think of food and beverage, a lot of the spaces and shopping centers today are being taken up by food and beverage. There's been a million new jobs created in the boo- uh, food and beverage space in the last three years. And so things of that nature, entertainment, uh, fitness, health are taking up space. Uh, uh, shopping centers nationwide, across all segments, have about a 92% occupancy rate. That is not meant to in any way diminish that we are operating clearly uh, in a period of a lot of change and a lot of disruption. But I think to date, um, and there hasn't been a lot of new construction that's taken place in the industry really over the last 10 to 15 years. And so the industry has been able to match supply and demand uh, fairly effectively. But what's in a shopping center, the curation of the offerings, the tenants in the shopping center, I think will continue to evolve and change and really to meet what the demands are of a new changing consumer expectation. So what about the value of that real estate? I mean, that has been a, a, a investors in real estate, large and small, and, you know, from from someone who finds attractive land that they, they can do something better with to uh, – to Eddie Lampert, if I've seen the real estate opportunity of this changing retail environment, is that manifesting itself? Yeah, look, at all? I think good real estate will always find its purpose. Uh, well, and, okay. and, and first, I thought, we'll all agree with that one. <laughs> yeah, and then and then secondly, if you look at the performance of you know all the major public REITs uh, in this space, if you look at their operating performance, right, they've all had very 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 strong operating like, per- yeah. uh, all very very strong operating performance, both in the mall segment and in the you know in the the strip center uh, segment outlet center segment, et cetera. So I think there is a mismatch. That doesn't mean that there aren't winners and losers and so forth, but there's a mismatch between the public narrative uh, and what's really happening in uh, the real estate side of the business. And that's what you want as an investor. You want you want you want you want to find where where reality and perception are different because that's what you mean you can take advantage of it because you know in, in what's the Benjamin Graham misquote in the short term uh, the, the market is a uh, voting machine but in the long term it's a weighing machine. It, well, clearly, the performance of of the major REITs has been very very strong and the you know you can just go to their last earnings releases and their uh, and all the analyst reports and uh, and calls et cetera that can you know can support what I'm saying. But in terms of what's coming in here and in supporting this, I'm wondering if there's an issue with consistency. So I, I think of pop-up shops. There was one near yeah. me. It was a Kendrick Lamar pop-up shop that seems to be very faddish, the things that are taking these places. Uh, somewhat quickly here, I mean, are what's coming in and uh, in, in the future for REITs here really sustainable? Yeah, I think, first of all, I think demographic changes are – We'll point to a positive retail environment because as millennials uh, age in their prime consumption years, but also online retailers that move into the physical space. What is often misunderstood is that online retail is a very challenging business from a profitability standpoint. And generally to drive profits and to drive growth, they have to open up stores. And what I think you're seeing is a lot of online retailers now beginning to look and explore the possibilities of opening up physical stores. And so I think that's another uh, 
demand element that that will push itself into the market. Uh, interesting stuff, certainly. And uh, as I said earlier on the show, you weren't here to hear me say it. I think it's one of the most interesting business stories around the changing nature of retail. Great stuff. Uh, as always, Tomaki, uh, CEO of ICSC. Listen to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. This is Bloomberg.